This is a HeadGum Podcast. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. No rest! Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Lil Real Howry. Welcome to Keep It Real With. I mean, yep. Keep It Real With. Young Wayne. I mean, we keeping it real, but we keeping it real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, we doing it big. Is that Noriega with them big ass teeth? <sighs> is that Noriega? No. Jesus. That can't be Noriega. That is Noriega. It is Noriega. God damn. Yeah. Boy, everybody with these fake ass teeth, man. Yeah, it definitely is Noriega. I can't deal with it, man. The caption says, uh, shout out Real Stars 27. Yeah, cool. Whoever did Noriega's veneer should get him with a recharge. charge. <laughs> Dude, this veneer shit is. It's like people that don't even look clean with clean teeth. <laughs> so you said dirty niggas with clean teeth? Dirty niggas with the veneers. <laughs> Not saying Noriega is. He cool. Right. He's, right, he's right. who he is. But I'm just saying in general, like, the veneer game is insane. Like, all the girls look alike. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's funny. It's like the teeth that people used to tease people about. They got them now. Now they got them. Mm-hmm. You got them? No. Uh, I used to get teased about my teeth, though. Oh. Yeah. And see, that, that's interesting. Because now, but now everybody got them. Mm. Everything people tease people about, it's they cool. got them now. Yeah, like it's just weird. Like, like you always thought the nerds are not a cool people, dude. Your glasses, like whatever, look crazy now. They're like, oh, that's cool. Like Mr. T was the only person with a mohawk for a long time. Like nobody else was walking around looking like fucking Mr. T. Mr. <laughs> T looked like himself. Like if you walked around looking like Mr. T, you everybody knew. Oh, you trying to be like Mr. T? Right. That that was just an original fucking. Look. Most people don't think. I know that's random. We bring mm. up Mr. T, but Mr. <laughs> T is one of my favorite characters of any type of thing of all time. Is it also because he's from Chicago? Well, you, you know how he got in Rocky, right? No. Sylvester Stallone <laughs> met him at a club. He was Mr. T was a bouncer at a club. Sylvester Stallone went to in Chicago. Mm. He's like, hey, you want to be in the movie? And then he put him. <laughs> him playing Clubber Lane is his first fucking movie that's in Rocky of all time, and that's one of my favorite. Movie characters, come here, woman. You know this nigga. He had Rocky up at arms, boy. He told that nigga try to holler at Rocky's woman. Rocky got this big ass mansion. He tell his wife, "Hey, you want to be with a real man? Come to my apartment." (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, damn, that's a G. So you started the show off talking about cool. We're not gonna let you slide in here with this jacket on. What's up with this man? Hey, come on. What's about man? Well, this jacket goes with the theme of the show today. Okay. And this all is kind of inspired by watching Shannon Sharp interview with Chad Okoshinko. Okay. Which people think we're cousins, actually. Wait, what? why would they? I don't know why. And so one time he, he had hit me up, like, yo, what up, cuz? And then we saw each other in person. I'm not even lying. Like, I don't know, maybe we cousins, maybe friends, I don't know. Okay. Uh, but Chad said something that was very interesting about, because he seemed like one of those people that seemed like he saved his money out of anybody I've seen. Like, he doesn't seem broke at all. Okay. But that's because he was really frugal. Mm-hmm. The brother basically said that uh, when he was playing in the NFL, he didn't wear real jewelry, and he flew spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, flying spirit is interesting. That's crazy to me. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That is but, but that's how he saved his, he saved a lot of money from that. He saved 83% of the money he made, and he made a shitload of money, mm. especially when he was on fire. He was getting up contracts and his bonuses, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So he's put those numbers up. Yeah. And so now it makes me think about this, right, about stunting. Mm-hmm. You know, look, I get it, too. We, we, we from the hood. Like, when you get some bread, you know, you go, 
look, you see, I like to wear my watches and my, my chains and my rings and this this jacket. My rings and things, yeah, that jacket. My rings and this jacket is a Louis jacket. Oh. I've never bought one before. I went to the Louis store while I was shooting Honeymoon Friends. I said, you know, because I went there to buy me this luggage bag I bought. Mm-hmm. And you bought a Louis luggage too? Yeah. Okay. Because I wanted like Danella got like some uh, Louis, and you know, I wanted us like go to the airport. Even though it was fun, I was just talking about a ghetto ass couple that was in the airport with their Louis bags. Look at these ghetto ass niggas, and we did the same thing the other day. So, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's always fun. You always like that's that bullshit. And then you gonna do it? And then I bought this jacket. Mm. It was sitting there, and I'm like, but after I got, it, I'm like, when do you wear a see through jacket? <laughs> what occasion where it don't look like I'm doing too much? Uh-huh. I say, how about the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm almost scared to wear this in the street. When I got it, it felt cool. The lady was, that's what it was, too. She sold it. And then they got that lighting in there that make everything just look really like a video shoot. Like, ooh. And it's got your Bears colors. Yeah. Right, but I had to go buy some Bears hats. I'm like, what the fuck am I wearing with this? <laughs> your Bears hats look at Louis Blue Jordans, you know. Okay. So, I mean, I look kind of cool. I might keep it on today. I was going to change for dinner, but this might be the outfit. That's your dinner fit right there? Maybe so. <laughs> Uh, for catch steak. Uh, you gotta write food stuff at catch steak. You never know where the paparazzi is. <laughs> I remember this is so random. We did the Dallas birthday party at catch steak. And uh, I was walking the kids to my friend Angelica's car, right? Mm-hmm. And the paparazzi is following us. And I felt so embarrassed. I'm like, oh, shit, they about to walk us to this regular ass car. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I put my kid like I'm putting him in an Uber. Stop, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, but that but that goes with Ocho Cinco. It goes with that because it's like all this like like stunning. Yeah. Like, for instance, Wayne, you've recently just while your face hair is gone, mm-hmm. you have an opportunity you can't talk about yet yeah. that you have. Yeah. And you know, it, hey, brother, they paint. You know what I mean? It's a good yeah. look. You do bows. Yeah, man. Like. Like, I think it's hard not to, especially if you, if wait, depending on where you're from, I'm from the west side of Chicago, to not, like, take on street fashion culture once you get on. Like, you want to be like, oh, I'm going to get the watch, I'm going to get the jewels, yeah. I'm going to get that. Um, and it's kind of, it's really bad. Like, hearing him talk about this, and also, too, I saw a Waka Flocka interview with um, uh, uh, Shannon Sharp where... You know, he was talking about who he's around, like who the people he keep around him, who he mm-hmm. hang out with. And he was actually talking about kind of, he was mentioning takeoff in there too, mm-hmm. you know, rest in peace. You know, he's like, I wouldn't be shooting dice with some niggas that don't have what I got. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That that don't have what I got. Like, when you look around, you're like, oh, these motherfuckers probably hate that I'm here. And I think, it's not, I want to call it when keeping it real goes wrong or anything like that, but I'm like... When do we mature, and I have to figure this out for myself sometimes, too, to not put, like, because I think we have a mindset. We don't want to feel like we're better than nobody. We want we don't want people to be like, oh, they didn't change and all this mm-hmm. other shit. But is that safe? Is that safe? <clears throat> and I go through it all the time where, like, I, I you know, I go to certain places that I probably shouldn't go to no more. But I can't help it because I, you know, you don't ever want to come off to people like you, like you changed. Yeah, when you go to Chicago, I, you tell me where you're going. I say, real. 
but it's other places you just nah, I don't want to go there. I don't that don't feel right when I'm in there. I go to I'm, you know. That's you the do. problem too. Our comfort zones. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think it's all the time about like oh I'm trying to I'm putting myself at risk with anything. Honestly, this is who I'm comfortable with. Mm-hmm. No matter how much money I got, you know. I, I was we was in Mississippi. It was a golf course near our hotel. And I'm asking Danella's dad, like, so who's members of this golf course? You know, he's like, well, you know, this this club is different. You know, they're more open to whatever. But he was talking about a whole nother club where it's like, mm. And that's even a crazy thing, too. Even if you can afford to be a part of these clubs, there's a chance they might not want you in that shit. Yeah, uh-huh. So you tend to go back to the environment that accepts you. But it's a lot of risk in that mm-hmm. because you can't even celebrate who you are. Yeah. In that environment, because niggas gonna think you stunting on them. Yep. And they want what you got, and they'll take it from you. And they'll take it from you. Try. And, and we're seeing it happen with a lot of these young, the young rappers too, that, that's being robbed. Like, you know, going to Roscoe's with all your jewels on, or going like. <sighs> yeah. Now, some of this, I believe we have to be smart with a lot of this shit. Mm. Um, but it's a scary mentality of black people, man, like of our own people, where it's like, we rob each other. Yeah, I saw Brian uh, tweet, we are our worst enemy. Simple as that. And it was like, man, I knew what he was t- referencing. But in general, that applies everywhere. Yeah, it's everything. It, it's, it's fucking sad. And, you know, it, I, now once again, I'm like, like I'll go to places sometimes and I want to buy everybody drinks. I remember last time I was in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And it was just one nigga just staring at me. Like he just... Like, he was just angry at me for no fucking reason, right? And that's why I don't like standing on the stage and all that shit, but that's what my friend Joe and them, he's DJ. He's like, real stand up here safe or whatever. Right. But the nigga was just mean mugging me. And then even when I looked in the room of people, people were just looking, they were staring at me, but they look angry. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck? Y'all want? Like, what are you angry at? That you're there. Or my su- Or your, your success. success. Yes. And I think those people don't even know they were making those faces. Yeah. That's what, that's what fucked me up. I'm like, they don't even know they looking at me like that, probably. Mm-hmm. And weirdly enough, it changed the energy in the room. Like, they, these niggas got to a fight. Damn. Hmm. So what if you were just walking around? Because usually, you go I to do a spot, around. you at the bar. But yeah. I'm going to tell you something. You know, I, my awareness has been turned up a lot more than it used to because I got to watch myself. Because I'm a chill nigga. I like to blend in the crowd and all that shit, but I can't even do that no more. Right. And I remember that if I think, if I could be honest, I think, and I think about a lot of these young people go through the same thing. My biggest struggle is owning celebrity. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because that ain't my thing. Like, I like being around the people. I like just chilling the fuck out. I like just standing at the bar. Like, and it's like, nigga, you can't do that no more. Yeah. We've, got, we've gotten in arguments when I've been out, when I've just yeah. been out with just you, and I'm like, dog, I'm uncomfortable. This is not. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. And I'm like, so it's funny, April, it's even, like, I'm even more, like, bigger now, right? Hmm. And so it's like, and then this is the thing about it. I, I blend it in better, but it's still, it doesn't, it's not the same. That's why I moved into that section, because my man started staring at me at the bar first. He said some slick shit. Hmm. He said he had left some change there or something. I ain't the the bartender took the change. Nigga looked at me, man, where the fuck is my change? <laughs> I thought he was being funny, like, nigga, just get your ass out of here, nigga. <laughs> and he's like, nah, nigga. Mm. 
You took my fucking change. I'm like, <laughs> little real. Took took your eight dollars and did what? Put it in my pocket and stood next to you, nigga. <laughs> and he just stared at me. Like, All right. Yeah. Right. Some people, some people just want to get your reaction, man, so dude, they can have a reason to do something. Dude, it's so fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. And, and it's scary because you can have whatever your intention is could be whatever. You ain't trying to stun on nobody. You ain't trying to do none of that shit. You just standing there trying to get a drink. Right. And that could turn into some bullshit. Easy. Easily. Yeah, he's super easy. That's the, yeah, that's why I try. I lay low, man. But even laying low, it's like, you know, it's just it's just tough. I mean, I, once again, I go back to what Walker said, and Walker was, he made a great point about that. You know, that's heartbreaking what happened to Takeoff. Yeah. But then being in environments with people who don't have shit to lose. Mm. It's so I'll never forget. I, I don't know if I've ever told this story on here, but I remember when they were shooting Girls Trip and Tiffany was shooting it and me and Hannibal was out there and she's like, well, Queen Latifah's having a bar- barbecue. I'm going to see if y'all can come. They're like, oh, great. That'll be dope. Hell yeah. She called us back. She's like, look, she asked me to ask y'all niggas something. She said, don't bring no niggas over here. They ain't got shit to lose. Hmm. We get to the house. Guess what Queen Latifah asked us at the door? Do you got shit to lose? Like, yes. Come in. Do you got shit to lose? And I know it like it could seem like just this broad question, but it's such a real thing. Cause when you have niggas in any place you at where don't have shit to lose, that's the scare. Like be imagine being in a place full of them motherfuckers. That's what make Atlanta scary. <laughs> because it's a gang of niggas in there like that, but they all look like they rich. Right. But they honestly ain't got shit to lose. Mm. Atlanta's confusing. Atlanta might be the only place you can kind of wear your jewels. I think you downplay your shit. You think like, oh, this nigga got money. He ain't got no uh, regular ass watch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Even when they broke in one of my rental cars out there, I had a, uh, I was driving a Charger. They broke in your rental car? Where were you? They broke in your Charger. <laughs> where were you at in the rental car? I was, at, I was at Hooters. Huh? I went to Hooters and shit. <laughs> And it was it was nicer cars parked next to me. I'm like, I could park in this lot. Cool. I remember this dope fan said some slick shit to me. I'm like, get your goof ass out of it. He's like, man, you good? You want me to watch your car? I'm like, man, get your nah, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Watch your car. Come back out, right? They strategically took the glass out of the out the window. Yeah. Now I had two two of my hats back there. I had a actually had a book bag back there. They didn't take none of that shit. They went and stripped the glove compartment other they looking for, I think, dope and guns. Yeah. Cause that's a dope boy car. Yeah, in Atlanta it for sure is. Yeah. That's all they was looking for. They didn't even take I'm like, they didn't even take shit. Wow. They were crackhead came over there. Yep, looking for guns and money. You want me to tell you who they is? Them young boys. <laughs> nah, nigga probably was your dirty ass. Man. Right. He knew who did it. Nah, he did. Because you know it's that that where that hooters at, it's like a section just full of niggas walking around. Wow. Random as fuck. I, would, I was a Hooters for hours. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I came out there like a thin line between love and help. Like the police was like in a lot. Like you're not gonna do shit. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you hey, you were by yourself. But yeah, they was like, no, nah, I was so this was I was by myself. Then my homegirl met me there, and then she walked me to the car, and it was like, 
I was so fucking mad. What Hooters was this? Do you, do you know what, what? <laughs> the one Hooters I used to, remember the Hooters I used to have you go get shit for me at? Oh, okay. That Hooters. And it's a lot. I didn't park in that garage. I parked in that that outside lot. And it looked, look, it didn't even look sketchy, but I was in that fucking charger. That charger got so much attention. That's when I was like, yo, give me, I'll take the, I think they gave me like a Bentley or something after that. A Bentley? Yeah, but it's weird. <laughs> Them chargers is what they fuck with. Hmm. Yeah. Cause most niggas that's driving those chargers are the ones with the guns and money and the dope. Why would they keep getting the same guys if that's what they know? Nigga, man, have drug dealers made sense, nigga. <laughs> and sometimes they I think they like the thrill of it. Like, I dare you, nigga. Man. Not me, man. That's one to have a good time, but I'm ghetto. That's the only car they give me now when I when I do the rental cars. I just had one in San Francisco. I had and I had, to, I had to. My shit was hooked up to the rims. It had the fucking streak. You had rims? Yeah, nigga. I get. It was Atlanta. It makes sense. Also, I, I get the luxury shit. Oh, the luxury charger. The luxury cars. Okay. I did the charge. I won't ever do that again. Okay. Everybody from Atlanta is like, yeah, that makes sense. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Even my homegirl's like, I mean, nigga. <laughs> These are the cars they break it into all the time. Yeah. Even the the rental people was what shocked. They came and replaced the shit right away. You want the car back? I'm like, nigga, I don't want that car back. <laughs> I keep this motherfucker. <laughs> Drive this past the car. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> but I was out there. I was driving the fuck out that charger. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, when I was doing, I think it was dashing through the snow. <laughs> we, we were we were talking about. We we not, we not gonna run the Ocho Cinco. We are kind of to explain yeah. what we you know what he said. But that's I mean it's scary though when it's you know you got to be careful about that. Like you know what's 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 the thin line between stunting and just celebrating you doing well? Yeah, yourself, right? That's uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Can't are, can't are go there away. things that you don't um, you don't splurge on like are there certain things where you like yeah nah like I I still like this this cheap thing that I used to get. Mm. That's a gang of shit, really. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, do you still buy cheap ass toilet paper? Oh, or like, you know I mean, what I mean? Shit, I go to Cantor's and get some fucking. I, they put hot dogs in my spaghetti. Oh, that is ridiculous. Now that doesn't make sense. No one, no one eats hot dog spaghetti but you. That's some old hood shit. That's how, uh, Have you ever had hot dog spaghetti? No. no, you probably don't know you did. No, no, I I know that I did because I specifically know like when I was a kid, my mom was dating this man. He had invited us over to his house for dinner, mm. and he made us beanies and weenies, and my mama snapped on him. Beanies and weenies. Yes, hot dog, hot dog pork and beans. Hot dog, yeah, like pork and beans. Yeah, we've had that. It's not spaghetti. Yeah. Yes, it is. Nigga, but you ain't been poor, same, nigga. But, oh, oh, poor, but my nigga. mom was like, my kids don't eat stuff like this. Like your mama fancy, nigga. Yeah, like yeah. we had, we was eating steak. My mama made that shrimp. Shit. We wasn't doing stuff. that. I ain't had no steak and shrimp till I was fucking fourteen. Nah, we was eating stuff like that. All Good time. for you. We had Ponder. We had Ponder. But see, I'm way old. I grew up in the country, though. Stuff was also, like also, also, I'm way older than you, right? I grew up in the '80s. Like, do you watch those old videos of like how poor everybody looked? Niggas was fucking hurting. We weren't the only ones sitting around eating cut up hot dogs. Shit. But he, yeah, niggas definitely did. But I, I just didn't. Nigga, we used to take. My mama used to make. I, let me tell you something. I miss my stuff. I don't. I didn't appreciate then. Mm-hmm. I didn't appreciate the cut up hot dogs like I did. But I was hungry, so I ate it. <laughs> she used to bring like hot dogs and burgers to church because we couldn't afford to like buy the little meals and shit. So she make our own shit in the kitchen with cut up potatoes. I used to be embarrassed about that shit. 
When I tell you, when I got grown, when I used to, before she passed, I used to beg her to make that shit. Mm. I miss it now. Like, fuck, that shit was good. Because mm. it was fresh. These are peeled potatoes. These are hot dogs. We thought we was, we was all embarrassed because we had no McDonald's. Nigga, we was eating better than every nigga at that church. Let's <laughs> go. Having seconds of shit. Them kids was hungry as hell at the little six-piece. Do you eat hot dogs outside of hot dogs and spaghetti? Yeah, nigga. Do you? Yes. I used to have hot dogs at the News back in the day. No, I'm talking about right now. No, nah, not really. See? Nah. Nah, not really. Nah. We on set and they got hot dogs on set. I'll eat a hot dog. Real be like, yo. Yeah, give me a hot dog. Real with, some, hot dog. With, a to- with tomatoes on it. I'll eat a hot dog. Uh, but I'm talking about like other stuff. Nah, not like I used to. Like if I make like like Harlem some hot dogs or something, mm-hmm. I'll eat something with him and shit and cut them up. You know, you just mentioned like how people looked back in the day. I was watching Good Times recently. And James was like in his 30s. But looking at him... I would have thought he was in his 50s or 60s. I think he was in his 30s, yeah. He was in his 30s, er, like 34 or 35. Yeah. Nigga, life was rough. Shit. Man. Nigga, the, nigga, if you watch the education of Sonny Carson, hmm. look at them niggas in there. <laughs> First of all, I don't think none of them niggas was actors to this day. <laughs> I'm like, these are real fucking gangs. Yeah, probably. <laughs> these are full-blown gang bankers. <laughs> gang bankers. <laughs> about yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, I got to take it off of here. Like, it's just... <laughs> Some of the best intros to rap songs is from that movie. Mm. So you still go to restaurants, though. Like, you don't rare lobster or nothing. No, I mean, like, well, I can. I don't mind. All right. I mean, like, I, I, Gerard Carmichael helped me with this, right? Mm-hmm. Because when I first got here to L.A., I was still going to Roscoe's, like, all the time. Like, I was only comfortable going to nigga shit. Right. He's like, real, dude, you making money now. You got to, you could do better than this. Okay. I'm like, fuck that. I'm a real one, fam. I'm a do real that. one. I'll be a Loretta Divide. He'll take us to dinner. Me and he'll be like, what is this stuff? <laughs> you know, Loretta go to the same soul food spot for years. You know what I mean? So, mm. that, which I get, because that's what I would do. That's definitely what you would do. Uh, but he took me, I think the first restaurant Gerard took me to that, that changed my life was Jar. Mm. And they had that pot roast. He's like, tell you, you're going to love this pot roast. I'm like, Gerard, get the fuck out. It was so weird. He had to convince me so much of these places. We went to dinner recently in New York, and I just went with it. Whatever he ordered, I didn't care. It was no qu- but it was like, man, what the fuck is this shit? I don't eat that type of shit. That shit look raw. How long has it been cooked? What type of sauce is this? That shit look watery as hell. Like, just, I just, just complained about it. Now I'd be like, hey, man, whatever you want. Ooh, this is what? Mmm, escargot. Escargot. <laughs> you escargot? I mean, I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm more open to stuff now because it's so funny. But now I give him that. Gerard is the one that made me realize, dude, you're doing better than this. You don't have to, like, it is, you can eat good and it don't have to be exactly what you already know the most of. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thing that he had said to you that I also keep in mind, like, it's forever, like, engraved in my brain. He was like, you don't have to eat the same mac and cheese that killed your grandfather. Mm-hmm. You know? And just like, not in reference to not eating mac and cheese, but like, it can be a better, higher quality. You know what I mean? Higher quality mac and cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Higher quality everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, instead of like that Velveeta that has whatever process, whatever, whatever in it, mm-hmm. like, you know, a better grade of cheese, like actual cheese, because I don't even think Velveeta's actually like cheese yeah. for real. You know, but just... But most people, not most, well, maybe most wouldn't know that. 
that Velveeta wasn't actual cheese. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. What else was also funny now with, like, you know, all the stuff I do now, right? With my lifestyle, move. And I remember Danella called me bougie. Mm. And she's like, I'm like, why are you calling me bougie? She's like, baby, we just had a car drive us to the plane. I was like, I know. Was that Delta? Yeah, Delta. It could be other surfaces. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I'm just saying, like, it's just, you know, you fly private. Like, mm-hmm. my life has changed in a way where, like, things are better. But it was a time I didn't feel comfortable about any of that shit. You know, I remember when I first when I bought the first Benz, I bought I bought that shit with cash. <laughs> I didn't feel like filling out no fucking paperwork. I said, "How much cash, bro?" Wow. Walked in with a bag and just did like this. He was at Chase like, "You want to get what out, <laughs> motherfucker? Twenty three thousand dollars." <laughs> that go back to that dope boy stuff back from where you from. Which is interesting because I grew up with a great family for the educators and things like that. But these people are still in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Even though I saw my dad work hard every fucking day, I saw what this nigga was doing with the fucking hair and bone. Hmm. Sitting on his car with the fucking like, shit bumping, cool ass sweaters. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which is I always tell people, like, I, I I think my whole style is a mixture of a lot of shit. It's like Dwayne Wayne meets Money Making Mitch meets fucking uh, Wesley Snipes and fucking Mo Better Blues. Hmm. Fucking random. Blair Underwood set it off. That's why I like Peacoats. Uh, Big Daddy Kane. Man, all my suits is Big Kitty. I... I not now Kane, but then Kane. Yeah. Now Kane, kind of like Kurt Franklin shirt. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he, but you know what's funny? He's been back to dressing cool again. But you might grow into that by 60. Start wearing stuff like that. Watch. Now I'm a cool dad, man, which is so interesting about my sons. So I was sitting on the couch, and Harlem walked up on me. I don't know where he got my chain from and my watches. Just walked up <laughs> with me with the shit on. I'm like, nigga, where the fuck did you get those watches and chain from? <laughs> and like Judah been stealing all my hats and shit. If fucking, and then he took one of my chain, my Chicago chain, to say shy. Hmm. I said, man, when the fuck did you get that? Right? <laughs> but it's funny that they, that they like, they don't mind, they like dressing like me. Hmm. And I thought about that one day. I'm like, I gotta be a cool dad because I did not want to wear shit my father had on. <laughs> I only dressed like my dad one time. That was in first grade. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do it then? Valentine's Day. <laughs> what did what so, type of stuff was your dad wearing? Well, here we go. <laughs> This girl named Shannon Hayes, shout out to Shannon Hayes. We actually like reconnected, which is crazy. Shannon Hayes was my crush for like first grade to like fifth grade. That's wow. Yeah, that's what it is. Really before that, maybe head start actually. Yeah. Anyway, so 
I said, Dad, it's Valentine's Day. I want to get a Valentine's Day card for Shannon Hayes. And back then, the kids only did, we bought the little, you know, the tearaway thing. Mm. He's like, man, I ain't buying that shit. We're going to make a card. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I said, make a card. So me and this nigga, <laughs> we make this big-ass card, right? I'm talking about, like, my father was a, you know, artist, too. He could draw. So we make this beautiful big card, these hearts and all this shit, the glitter. We did, we did that shit up. And I was like, well, Dad, I want to look nice. I got you. I don't know where he found these little kid bell bottoms at. But he got me some little bell bottoms. <laughs> little button-up shirt. I wore my little tie with my little vest. Sprayed the strongest cologne you could think of on a fucking kid. <laughs> I could breathe for the first hour maybe at school. Shit. They're like, who the fuck got all that goddamn cologne on? <laughs> who daddy here? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> and so we got to the time of, you know, to... <laughs> Give out the Valentine's Day cards, right? So I'm excited. Take my big ass card out the book bed that I went, I custom made. Mm-hmm. Now we got the we're first grade. Oh man. A little kid ain't gonna appreciate what the fuck I just did. Me dressing up, showing up with a card, all this shit. So, you know, Shannon Hayes was the girl. Everybody loves Shannon Hayes. So she got hella tear-off cards and stacked on her desk. Mm-hmm. And I walked my ass over there. I wanted to go last. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got- walked over there with my big ass card, my slippery ass shoes, my bell bottoms. <laughs> a slippery shoes. <laughs> and, and I handed her the card. Right? And she looked at it. And she just looked at it and was like, yeah. Oh. Went down to the ground, right? Oh. I was like, what? Damn, Shannon. That's dead, right? So then. I don't know how I got back to her mom. No, no, matter of fact, I think she told her mom. Like, oh, so I'm like, can I tell you what he did? <laughs> he may be this big ass car. I can't say big ass car, but you know, you get it. Her mama stopped us because we used to stay across the street from the school. My daddy came and got me. So what happened? I'm all sad and shit. And his her mama stopped me. He's like, hey, little boy, come here. First of all, Shannon, I'm sorry. For what? Let's throw your car down. And so I took it back out my bag and gave it back to her. And her mom was like, let me say something to you, little boy. Don't stop doing this. She she don't know it. She don't appreciate this. She she don't know it. But you gonna you stay sweet like this. You are gonna be okay, hmm. and you smell good. <laughs> Man, that cologne the whole day. She it lasted the whole goddamn. I'm day. sure it did. But yeah, that, that was uh, yeah. Wow. And you were how old? You remember this first grade? I I remember a lot of shit from like grade school, even kindergarten, because I was like one of those little boys. I was just really into girls early. I remember, I remember Miss West. That was the first time I ever discovered. Huh? Breasts. <laughs> kindergarten, like, oh, Miss West with the Miss West. Miss West with the breasts. I remember my daddy. Like, <laughs> I, I think that's who I heard the word breast from. It was my dad. Because he saw me staring. Like, oh, I see it. <laughs> mm-hmm, Miss West. <laughs> Does Shannon remember this? Does she remember? I try to remind her of it. Like, because we've been, we we been DMing each other the last few years, which is so crazy. I, she had hit me one day. I was like... So Shannon Hayes has popped up three time, different times in my life, right? We went through that time, and then I left the school to go to, uh, and she moved to, I went to Providence St. Mel, and she ended up moving, you know. Saw her again at my brother Matt's, uh, I was Matt, one of his high school dances. She was there like, oh, shit, Shannon Hayes. Still <laughs> fine. You know, I wasn't where I was supposed to be yet, yet you know what I mean? Okay, right, right, right. I was like, oh, fuck, my glasses, I'm here. It was so funny. Matt was like a freshman, but he was like really popular and shit. Like, like the cool kid, like his nerdy-ass brother, older brother. <laughs> and so, you know, I saw her then. She just looked breathtaking. 
And then maybe a few years after that, they saw she got married. She's like married and got kids. She just really dope. But yeah, actually about that. Like, do you remember me getting you that big ass? <laughs> oh, no, that's what it was. I was on live talking about it. What? Doing quarantine, actually. I was telling that particular story. Wow. And she responded. I'm like, you ain't Shannon Hayes. DM me if you're Shannon Hayes. <laughs> and she did. And I looked through the picture. Because she looks exactly the same way. Wow. From when she was six. It was weird. Some people keep their same facial shit. They may not be like, you know, whatever. But like that face stays the same. I guess. My shit. Yours, yeah, you look the same, right? I definitely look the same. Wow. Yeah, so I, you know, whatever. I went through like three different phases of my look. I look fucking look so many different ways. <laughs> Just six different greasy ass little niggas. <laughs> 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 yeah, but yeah, she she said she remembered when I talked about live, and that's when we start, you know, catching up. And I'm like, damn, that's crazy. She don't want to remember that. <laughs> but then you know, it's funny. She was trying to figure out why she knew me because I wasn't a little real then. Mm. You know, I was Milton. Right. I mean, I'm still Milton, but, you know, everybody <laughs> know me as Milton. So she was like, why does Lorel dude look familiar? And I was in my lap, and I told the story about it. She's like, Milton? I was like, yo, DM me. You seeing my fucking government name on this goddamn comment session? <laughs> yeah, Shannon Hayes. Wow. That's always funny. You don't forget. Any girl you ever have a crush on, you remember they full days. Mm. Keisha McClain. <laughs> So tying it in, are there things oh, that yeah, tie it in. <laughs> are there are there things that you um used to be like, oh, I would never pay for that for a chick, I would never buy mm. for this, then maybe Well, it was a time where I was like, I would I wouldn't I'm not paying no bills. I'm not paying your cell phone bill, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that, I'm not doing that. But love changes all that. The I think the first Woman, I kind of really stepped into that was Verena. You know, it's when she had lost her job, and I'm like, damn. It's before the kids? Mm, way before the kids. Before we was married. Mm. Mm. And, uh, you know, went to help her get her card, and for a long time, we was on the same phone plan before I got married to her. Because mm. her phone was off, and I'm like, all right, cool. That was, that kicked it off. Well, I guess, I'm like, well, I guess I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then after that, it's so funny because I had to learn how to tie that into romance in a way. I didn't mind buying a present, but like doing stuff consistently. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's when that started. And I think about it, but I didn't really have no. But now that I think about, it, I didn't really have any girlfriends until I was a, an adult for real. Like it was girls I talked to, but like. Mm. Really, a girl? Well, well, no, nah, that's not true. Damn it, I should tell. You. Well, why not? The first girlfriend I truly, I believe, I would call her my first girlfriend. I met off the remember, remember the party line. Oh my goodness! It used to be a you know what social media is. The party line was kind of what social media. Y'all had party line. I mean, I'm too young for a party line, but I'm Chicago Chicago Raven. Yeah, Chicago Raven <laughs> party line. You have a message from <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> so so two things happened with that. I had the party line and then I randomly I was I, so I used to listen to smooth talking this radio DJ. Oh, Chris, Chris, was Chris what was his name? Hey, Slow Jams. And I think so I used to have a crush on one of my best friends, Kimberly, right? Mm. And 
don't know, she kind of broke my heart. She started dating a nigga that looked just like me. It was so fucking weird. Uh-huh. Terrell. Terrell. That's funny. Look, no, I won't say that about that brother, man. I don't know where his life at. But, uh, you know. <laughs> so I called the radio station and I was sad. Right? So I like listen to like they was playing slow gems. I called in, I, I got through it. <laughs> so what's going on? Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, so you had a crush on my best friend. That's how I tell the whole story, right? This is probably my first ounce of fame I've ever gotten was was this weird ass name. And the show, the show was Chris Michael's show. No, it wasn't Chris Michaels. What? It was a nigga before that. Wow. Might have been, maybe it was. That deep voice, I mean, I thought it'd be Chris. It could have been, it might have been Chris. I can't remember. Okay. So that happens, right? Mm-hmm. He's, I'm listening to the radio. He replays it because he, rec- you know, they do, they record you to replay it. I'm listening, oh shit, I'm on the radio. Yo, women started calling in like crazy. Mm. So he's like, hey, call back. I want to get your information. I was like, like for real? Because girls are like, I feel bad. I would love to meet him. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So then I leave my phone number. Now, I, this is where I still stayed at my mama's house. I'm like 18. You know what I mean? I just got out of high school. I'm on the fucking slow jam. Her phone ringing at like 2 in the morning. Like, what the fuck going on down there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. And I'm going to like, hey, this is Monique. You know, and I don't know how nobody look. So I went on this weird adventure for like two weeks meeting these women that I met up WGC. <laughs> wow. And the finest motherfucker I've met. Well, damn, it's too real. That's how I lost my virginity. I lost my virginity huh? to one of the girls. <laughs> what? From that shit, yeah. But, and, and well, I, she was an older lady. No, we like the same age. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. When we And we, this is the weirdest shit. This is the weirdest shit to get freaky to. I'm, I don't know why I'm being this honest about it. <laughs> this, is, this is going somewhere. So we guess what was on TV that kicked everything off? I can't guess. I want You've you probably never seen this before. The Rocky Horror Picture Show. No. That's how I went down. This time, like, what type so of freaky-ass movie is that? you lost your virginity to a horror, horror show? Dude, what, the Rocky Horror question. Picture Show is the most insane thing for a black person to say that's <laughs> Two black people had sex too. That was playing in the background. Yeah, that was your on that little ass TV in front of her bed. <laughs> she was on the west side. Pajamas the whole time. Yep. Oh wow, that's crazy. I'm like, do you got a job? Shit. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I lost my virginity to. <laughs> never, never really. She was so. She said something mean to me that night. I think that's what made me leave. I like. I scared she was like gonna hurt me. She told me like to shut the fuck up or something. I think I was like, hey, so you want something to drink or something? Shut the fuck. She like changed. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's how that happened. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah. Uh, so time back so in. Have, are the so okay, with these women, right? Have the like the gifts and things, have they increased uh, like Oh, 100 percent I'm a I am uh that happened years ago. I became, you know, I I don't even like my friends paying for shit. Like, if you go to dinner with me, oh, fuck. Yeah, I don't. I'm not comfortable. Like, my homegirls got to sneak and do that shit, which they started doing because they're like, he can't keep real paying for shit all the time. Yeah, you do do that a lot. But, yeah, I did that shit. I, that's, that, that became, you know, you just become comfortable with it. It's not even a, it's not even a second thought to me. I don't even think about it like, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. It's like, nah, you know, this is how it should be. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, 
And it's, I guess it's leveled up now, you know, because, I, I mean, look, I think my first marriage, I wasn't as great at it. But I'm like, I didn't have it like that. Everything, every dime I had was about the hustle, too. And the circum- circumstances have changed. Yeah, like, now it's like, shit, when you get it, it's like, mm. it ain't tricking if you got it. Ain't that what they say? What about you, Wayne? What about me? With your new money, you know, I heard you was buying houses. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, yeah, you, you, circumstances change, right? And it's still changing. It's still evolving, so. Yeah. So but the gifts are getting better. Gifts get better. Mm-hmm. Gifts get better. Time we get better with time and that's how life works. Yeah. What do you think is like the nicest thing that you've been able to get? Get or give? Like give, yeah. Real go first with that one. I gotta think about that one. Give. Damn, I didn't get some shit, man. But I wonder is it about and probably not monetary. It can't be about, yeah, I don't think it's about monetary. I mean, I say this, this ain't even about a girlfriend. I remember, I forgot what city I was in. And uh, I went to like an after party after the comedy show or club or whatever, and I was just chilling. By my, I was actually by myself. And, um, and so that would be my discernment doing that. But I saw this girl, she was with her girlfriends or cousins or whatever, and she was kind of emotional and, you know, you kind of eavesdrop a little bit, like, girl, it's okay. We, we know you can afford everything and shit, but, you know, we still going to have fun. And that nigga did this. So I just sent them, like, two bottles to their table just to celebrate, just on some birthday shit. And she came over, like, thank you so much. You don't even know. How to do. I'm like, no, it's all good, you know. I don't want nobody, you know, so I'm just chilling. But I don't know, like, shit. But, but, but that's awkwardly shit that I kind of do a lot. Like, just random shit like that. You know, so I don't know. I don't even know if that count as anything. Or buying bottles, sending, sending bottles. Of Not even just I that, nice. but just a nice gesture of mm-hmm. like, hey, like, let's... Or I've been out before and I had a section by myself. And I'm like, invite whoever just seem like nice people. Or especially the clubs that, it, like, the guys don't already fuck with the black girls like that. Right. I love doing that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but at a certain point, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, at a certain point, you weren't necessarily able to or, you know... Mm-hmm. Ten years ago, it might have been like, okay, I'm going to send a drink over. (laughs) You know, two drinks. But I'm not going to send a bottle over or two bottles over. And so sometimes, like, you know. That's why I remember Nitro. Things, they change. Nitro was an 18 up club in Chicago. So everybody was young. So if you want to buy a girl, you bought some waters? (laughs) Boy, you was balling. Like, you want to buy some waters? Yeah. Hell yeah, I got y'all some water. Girl, you got us some waters. Because those, those <laughs> Fest was hot and this, sweaty. This rich nigga got us some waters. Nah, it's funny, man. We talk about I, the last thing I've done recently, but it was uh, I went to a, a store called CVS. Oh, they have them out here. CVS, and uh, I was by the house, and it was in Chicago, and it was smelling real bad, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what was going on. I'm walking through the store, and I didn't know. So I finally, it was only one person checking people out. It was only one person in the line. The guy was homeless, right? So I'm looking, and I'm like, well, it don't look like I'm ever going to leave. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go up here and pay for it. So I was like, I pay for whatever he got. And then it came like it was like $36. I said, that's fine. Plus my stuff. Wayne, I got it. Wayne, that's the easy shit. But no, no, listen. I got it, right? I'm about to say that's the easy shit. But I'm saying, like, I get, but she was asking for But no, I'm, specifically. I'm just about to tell you something. So I got it. And I was like, all right, cool. The guy was, the guy, as my car's in there, he's like, no, hold on. I'm going to get some more stuff real quick. And then he walked away. 
and try to get some more stuff. But I was like, nah, bro, that was it. That's all I got. But he stayed in the store. So he probably went to jail afterwards because he looked like he wasn't what trying to leave. What the fuck stuff. you talking about, man? Yeah, man, I bought him stuff and he still. April asks, what have you done for a woman as oh, a gift? Oh, I just had it. I just want to talk about good Talk about giving to some stinking ass nigga that walked out on you? <laughs> um, I'm sorry. But that, I, he stink. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Oh. He the one said it. But his stuff was bagged up and everything already. Right. I thought he'd just leave with the stuff, but Wayne, he might not have had any way to go. I tell very much terrible stories. Well, he might have needed some mental care. Yeah. You, you never you know. know. Water boys wrote up on you, nigga? I tell you, one time. Oh, my God. We got what? a couple of Atlanta. What, Atlanta, Atlanta? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they in Atlanta. I heard him. as fuck. Yeah, yeah. They jump on the cop. Yeah. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've heard. I've been, I haven't experienced that. I don't want that. <laughs> I mean, I had to stop. This bar guy, and this one had nothing to do with anything, like, from, like, you know the little boys that be selling the candy and shit? No, oh my goodness. This was right over here near the parlor. I was at, the, it was a bar down there at the street. We was at the other one, went at the parlor, and, you know, he came behind the bar, like, aggressive and shit. He's a kid, mm-hmm. trying to fight this kid. So I stepped in, like, motherfucker, you ain't about to fight this little black boy? Yeah. I will beat your ass, bro. But the little big boy would have fucked that dude up. But if he would have, that little boy would have hit him, he would have went to jail. Ain't no telling what would have happened. Right. And so I had to buy all that candy and they're coming outside like, fam, you can't. So I look, I get it. I'm just saying, this, I've done a lot of sweet things. Like, Danella is who I've, I've enjoyed doing very sweet things for. Mm-hmm. But she's so good at that shit, too. Oh, okay. She's a great gift giver. And it's very, she, like, she's, reciprocated. She's excellent at it. Mm-hmm. Like the jacket she got me for my birthday is just fucking nah, that's, that was that was crazy. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I I it it was and it was crazy. It was a picture I was looking for me and my brother. Mm. And it was on that jacket. I was like, oh my God, I've been looking for this picture for fucking months. Mm. It's like, oh shit. And I remember I was tearing up when she gave it to me. She's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, what are you apologizing for it, nigga. Like, right. this is a, this gift was fucking amazing. Like, this is well thought out. Like, you did you have my Aunt Jenny butter cookies with that shit, too? I was like, nigga. Mm. You thought that shit out, boo. But that makes me do things for her. Like, throwing her first real birthday party this year was, last year was crazy with her daughters and planned it. And, which, that's what I like to do, too. You know, I like, you know, you know, Brittany's my daughter's birthday coming up and just, you know, Brittany be. Well, I don't know. I don't know if she get it now, but nigga. She be milking me, fam. <laughs> what's she, 14 now? Asking for shit. And I'll be like, what? I just gave you. Yeah. Do what? 14. 14? Yeah. Maybe what? Wow. What? How old? That's high school what? now. Who? How many motherfuckers? <laughs> okay. It's hard to say no, man. It's like that weird. That's that's the tough part. I don't care who you date. Hmm. Them daughters. Hmm. <laughs> well, you only got one. Yeah, kinda. Well, yeah. About to inherit four more. Shit. Yeah, yeah. You got five. <laughs> About to be five, bro. All right. Well, that's it. Yeah, time is uh. Well, we did that shit, Playboy. Yeah. Another episode of Keeping It Real with Young Wayne. Should I take this jacket off? Nah, we'll wear it. And the boys with the candy probably gonna be outside the restaurant. So let's get let's see. <laughs> oh no, they will be. Keeping it real. That was a HeadGum Podcast.